Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going, and no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, for freebies and other learning opportunities. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 221. Today we speak about many different things, such as holistic healing, marconics, which is a form of energy healing. But what this message is really about and what this guest interview shares is when she went from her tipping point of absolute misery and along her journey of transformation. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Jen Gagnon. Jen, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Give the listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Um, I'm in New Hampshire and I'm a holistic health coach and an advanced marconics practitioner, which is uh, an energy healing modality. Uh, So I work mostly with women and um, helping them align mind, body, and soul. And I know this is a phrase that, you know, we see everywhere nowadays. Um, But with the marconics energy, it gives a little bit of a different spin to things um, in, in the way I can work with my clients. So it's really about finding holistic ways to live Uh, And I do think that there's no cookie cutter way to do things. So it's really about customizing everything because we're all unique. We all have unique needs. You know, our bodies react differently to different things. So um, I'm definitely about a customized approach. Okay. Let's say somebody is new to this holistic healing. What does that even mean? It's basically um, using natural routes versus medicine. So um, you know, using food as medicine, using techniques to release stress and anxiety, and really living a whole life, um, living your best life. For me, that means experiencing bliss, finding joy every single day, regardless of anything that is happening in your surroundings. It means being able to snap out of um, a chaotic moment because you can. Uh, It's having the awareness uh, of what's happening, not only outside of you, but most importantly, inside of you, knowing your body. Um, I think when you take this sort of approach and you start to learn um, who you are and you really start tapping in to your body and your powers, you can find blocks. You can find things that are triggering you. And when you start being able to notice those, you can find the right way to deal with them. Uh, I think we're in a society where medicine is, you know, hugely promoted and I have nothing against medicine and I think it, you know, it is needed in some times. Um, but if we don't treat the cause of problems and the root of them, we'll never be able to get rid of them. So it's really about um, learning how your body functions together as well. It's kind of like you can't have a migraine and just think, Um, I'm going to take a pill and it's going to go away. It may be related to stress. It may be related to your 
um, nutrition. It might be related to dehydration. I mean, there's a whole slew of things. Um, you know, our bodies are intertwined and interconnected and every aspect affects the next, if that makes sense. I have so many questions for you. That's why I've been, I've been taking notes because I mean, this is such a big topic that I think we could literally talk about for hours or days. And so I want to give a very high level overview, but some real key takeaways and and a question I have for you. How did you even get started in this? Um, I had, that's a long story. Um, I'll try to keep it short. Um, I spent most of my life being, I mean, in decent shape. I didn't eat very well, but I just was naturally, um, in good shape. And so after having three children, uh, I had packed on the weight and I had, until my third child, pretty much been a quick diet, quick fix type of gal, like Atkins, starvation, you know, the vegetable soup diet, I had done it all. Um, and after having my third child, I was feeling depressed, anxious. Um, I was, I still am working on um, not being a type A person, but in trying to be perfect in every aspect of my life. I was finding myself falling short and um, just unhappy with where I was. I was seeing the glass half empty. And so I um, decided that I was done with the quick fixes and then starting at square one all the time. And so I started paying attention to what I was feeling my body with. And I started working out regularly um, and found that everything was kind of falling into place, but the, the feeling like the glass half empty was still um, very much present. And so I started doing mindset work and reading books on personal development, which I thought wasn't for me before that point. Um, and so it just kind of all unfolded um, exactly as it should. And um, the more I was learning, the more I was wanting to learn and diving deeper into everything. And then spirituality kind of kicked in. Um, and that's when I found Marconics and it's kind of been uphill since then. <laughs> was it not for you because you didn't think anything was wrong with you? Right. Exactly. Like yeah. I didn't need it. I, you know, I had this great life. I had three beautiful children and a husband and a home and a business and I got to travel. Um, so I couldn't fathom that it was for me, even though I think deep down inside, I knew, you know, the glass was always half empty. I was focusing on everything that was wrong with my life, you know, rather than everything that was right with my life. Um, and so, yeah. It's funny. I, I've come to the point to realize, and, and the clients that have come to me, it's like you have to get to a point that you are sick and tired of your own shit to want to make that change, to want to transform, yes. to want to be a better you. And it's amazing how many, maybe it's even billions, but hundreds of millions of dollars people will spend on their exterior, on their body, personal training, the diets, whatever, but they won't spend the money to work on their mindset and their thoughts, which is creating everything else. Yes. Yes. It, it, it kind of baffles me too, but I guess I was once there, you know, why would I invest in something like that? You know, what do I get from it? It's kind of like, if you don't get something instantaneously, yeah. it's not worth it. Or if, um, you have nothing to show for it per se, right? Like your looks or, you know, whatever material things you buy, I think we've, you know, when you're not there yet, you feel as though it's kind of a waste. Um, 
But I think once you do it, you know, that first time, it's like that aha moment and the sky's open and you're like, why did I wait so long for this, right? Well, and something you touched on that I think a lot of people can relate to is the yo-yo dieting and going from one thing to the next. But you mentioned earlier that if you don't get to the cause or the root issue, the problem, whatever it may be, then you're just more or less healing symptoms. Right. But the cause is still there. So it's going to show up in a different manner at a different time. It's kind of like, you know, when the universe sends you lessons and you keep pushing it away and you're like, no, I'll deal with it later. Then you, you know, at some point you're going to get two by four by the head and you better listen. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's the same thing, you know, with every aspect of us. Well, and something else that you brought up is this whole being aware so how, how did you go from, you know, you knew maybe glass half full and kind of just this negativity, but how did you step into being more awareness? And was it curiosity? Is it, what was it that you were ready to, to face what was going on? I think I kind of fell into it, so to speak, as I was going. I was taking baby steps because what happened is I started reading these personal development books and I thought because I read it, you know, things were just going to automatically shift and change and things were going to just fall into place nicely for me and everything would be handed over, you know, on the silver platter. Um, But then, you know, it was like that duh moment where, well, if you don't implement, if you don't do the work, it's not going to work for you. And so I took small steps at a time because... Again, I'm very type A, so it's all or nothing. So I really had to break myself free from that habit and say, I'm going to take one small thing and I'm going to do this consistently until I move on to the next thing. Um, And, you know, one of the first books that I read was The Four Agreements and it was like, you know, pay attention to your words and don't, you know, make assumptions. And all of those small things, time after time, again, kind of become second nature and so the more you do these things, the more you become aware of everything that's going around, not only around you, but inside of you. So my thoughts mm-hmm. are something that I never paid attention to. You know, it's just one of those things where it is what it is. You go through life, you're trying to, you know, run the rat race. And so when I started paying attention to my thoughts, which was really hard, I became aware of all these things I was telling myself and all these stories I was creating. And it was like the same story, you know, day after day, just with a little twist on it. And so the more I became aware of that, the easier it became to say, wait a minute, I'm going to shift this thought right here, right now. And at first, you know, it made it happen once a day where I would notice and then twice a day. And now it's kind of like, I'm not constantly paying attention to my thoughts, but I'm pretty sure about 90% of the time I'm aware of, you know, my thoughts and my actions and my reactions. And if I'm going down, you know, the route that isn't going to serve my eyes good, I can usually catch myself in the moment and kind of shift right then and there. You know, it's kind of like when you take that half step forward and you're like, wait a minute, that's not where I'm going. Um, And so it's really about practice and consistency and just taking on small tasks at a time. Because I think when you, you know, I used to do the fast and furious, but I would fall off the wagon pretty fast. Yeah. So when you're taking, you know, your time, it's kind of like, okay, you have time to really digest it, if you will. And I love so many things you just said, because I believe that's what happens with a lot of people with big, hairy, audacious goals, New Year's resolutions, whatever it may be. They try to take on this big thing and try to maybe it's even change six things in their life. And it's more about what if you chose, okay, 
this month or the next 30 days, I'm going to focus and go all in on this. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to take action. I'm going to be aware of my thoughts. And then the next 30 days. Okay. Now that I have that stepping stone and that foundation, and now I want to go all in on this thing. Exactly. I totally agree. So how were you able to slowly, I mean, this took time, right? And, and you're right. It's yes, action and consistency because that's the big thing out there. I mean, self-help junkies, it's a real term that it's people <laughs> always seeking the high, going to the next retreat, the next event, uh, online course, and they're, they keep seeking and, and they get that quick high, but they're not, they're not. No. And that's the thing. I think we're in a society where you want everything to be handed over on a silver platter. You know, I'm going to go to this retreat. I'm going to take in this information and I'm going to come back as a new person. Well, that's not exactly how it works, right? (laughs) I mean, nothing's instantaneous and it's kind of like, you know, you can have a Ferrari in the car, but if you don't know how to drive it, it, it's useless. Mm. So it's really about, I think, taking those small steps and implementing things and, and taking the time to just, kind of make it your second, you know, second nature or make it a habit, kind of like brushing your teeth um, and not seeking the next best thing just because this one hasn't given you the results, you know, in a day or two days. You know, you, you're the way you're at now because of what you've done over the years. And so you can't undo something that's taken years to do in, you know, 24 hours. Uh, it's like a workout, you know, people work out after New Year's, you know, for two weeks and then, then they fall off the wagon because they didn't lose the 20 pounds. Well, maybe if you continued, you know, that third and fourth week, you'd start seeing the scale go down. And not only that, you know, people kind of forget that even if you're not seeing the results visually, like if you start paying attention and feeling the changes that happen and the shifts that are happening in your life, um, I think it's just as rewarding as what you can see physically with your eyes. I think the whole message you're saying is patience. It takes yes. time, but you have to yes. keep going if you want to see those results. Yes. So, and, and what is something that you work on with your clients or a, a commonality that you're finding amongst a lot of people that you could give a blanket message to? I think a lot of people, again, you know, coming back to the handed over on the silver platter. They want it too fast. Uh, I also see a lot of women having issues because they have no accountability. They're trying to do it on their own. And I think, you know, when you're starting something new like this, it's really helpful to have somebody to not only support and motivate you, but to keep you accountable. You know, it's kind of like those goals that you write down in a piece of paper and put it in your drawer. Well, if you put it out there, you know, most times you'll be most likely to stick to them maybe a little bit longer than usual, just because, you know, what if somebody asks about it? You know what I mean? Um, so with my clients, there's always a heck of a lot of accountability in a group setting and individually, because I think it's important to also, um, be able to be honest with yourself. And if something's not going the way you want it to go, it's not about, you know, posting the pretty pictures on Facebook and pretending everything's okay. It's really about, taking the time to acknowledge and honor where you're at now, because unless you're able to do that, it's really hard to move on to that next level. Um, You know, when feelings come up that we think are bad because we label them as that and we suppress them, you know, it's just like all these little things that people don't pay attention to that really affect the results they get in the end. 
Well, and accountability is huge. And I, I think because maybe a space I used to come from that asking for help was weak. That somebody doesn't want to admit that I need help. And now I'm all about it. I'm like, okay, somebody is where I'm at. They can shortcut my path to get there. They can, you know, share with me what didn't work. And, And so I have all kinds of mentors. I'm in masterminds. I have my own coaches. Like, you need community. Yes. That's what we're here for. Yes, exactly. So then question for you, what is a key takeaway you want listeners to get from today's conversation? Uh, if anything, give yourself a little grace. Be okay with where you're at and, and still knowing where you want to be. I think it's really about honoring where you're at and loving yourself now and, you know, asking for the help, like you said, you know, don't do it alone. Don't feel weak. Um, and, and just honor where you're at. I love that to honor where you're at. I have a few rapid fire questions. I'd like to ask you to wrap up today's interview. And the first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Change the way you look at things and the things you look at will change. That's Wayne Dyer, right? Yes. Love yes. man. Yes. Fair enough. Perspective is key. The second question I was going to ask is what, a, what is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Um, Marconic's The Clarion Call. And, and I didn't ask you about that earlier, but can you give like, what is Marconic's? It's uh, the evolution of energy healing. It is an ascension modality. Um, allowing you to raise your awareness, um, connect to yourself at source, and really be able to hone in on your inner power so that you don't need anything outside of you to be able to rise. Mm. So powerful. I'm, I'm going to look into that. So, I mean, this is going way deeper than meditation, right? This is, is it, yes. is it connecting? I mean, what does that process even look like? So there are Different protocols. So the no touch protocol um, allows you to, it helps you to raise your frequency above the frequency of fear in this 3D reality. It helps you to shed density, karmic debris. Um, It really helps you reconnect and kind of release the things that no longer serve you. Um, It's not an energy modality that's for everybody. It's not for you to cure aches and pains. Um, it can cause instantaneous healing, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, depending on what's deemed appropriate for you at that time. Um, each session is governed by your higher selves. So it's not where I come in with an intent. Uh, it's not something where I get, you know, messages for you or anything of that sort. It's really about you and what you are receiving from you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that is like an ongoing um, therapy. There's the Marconics uh, recalibration and there's also the unified uh, chakra um, protocol. And those are more uh, permanent. So the, the chakra unification is where your chakras get uncapped to release um, more karmic debris up to 51% from this lifetime and past lifetimes. Um, it also um, resets the spin and also the shape of your chakras because like 26,000 years ago, um, the shape of our chakras were changed to kind of dumb us down for this 3D density. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you, your chakras become unified and start working as one organ as time goes along. Um, and the recalibration re, you know, permanently reconnects you to yourself at source, um, via the axitonals. So that's a permanent, um, raising your vibration. And then from there, you kind of, you know, raise higher with the work that you do. And it's really about, um, it's really about you and what you do with what you receive. Uh, again, you know, comparing to that car, you can get a brand new car, but if you don't know how to drive it, then it's useless. So it's really about doing the work, um, to raise your vibration and to really live your best life. You know, it's, it's about coming here as who you are and ascending with your physical body. Um, ascension in the past, you know, you'd have to kind of implode to, to ascend to certain heights. Um, but now it is possible to do it with your body. So, um, yeah, definitely fascinating. And I love learning more spirit spirituality and energy and, and so many facets. So I'll definitely check it out. Yes. Final. Oh, go ahead. I just do have to mention, I'm not, um, a representative of Mark I'm a practitioner. So that's just something I have to put up there. Okay. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? To honor myself, to love myself exactly for who I am, because who I am is who I need to be. Um, and to trust, trust in myself first and foremost. Yes. Powerful note to end on. Jen, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. To connect with me even further, follow me on Instagram at heather.hakes. You can find me on YouTube to get even more information and video content and my website, heatherhakes.com. I'll catch you on the next episode.